This podcast is part of Heal at Home Moms. Erin and I are two doctors of physical therapy, and we created this online program of exercise and education to help moms know how to heal their own bodies after they have a baby. So you can learn more at healathomemoms.com, and you can save 30% on the program with a discount code MOMCAST30. That's MOMCAST30, all caps. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's Heal at Home Moms podcast. We are here with Miss Madison Templeton, who is a registered dietitian, and we are so excited to have you here. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Um, We are going to talk a little bit about postpartum nutrition, um, all the things that women don't realize that they need. Uh, We were talking earlier about how um, a lot of women focus on pregnancy and what they're eating and drinking to stay healthy and allow for babies, nutrition, things like that. But um, what are, what we forget about after, after, we still have to think about nutrition as your body heals and as you are possibly feeding another human, right? right? Yeah. Um, But even if you're not nursing, you need to heal and nourish your body, right? Right. Yeah. So I think a lot of people do have that focus, you know, when you're growing another human inside you, you're really conscious of what you're eating and drinking and you aren't necessarily thinking post-delivery, you're still growing a human. You know, mm-hmm. you deliver a four, five, six, seven pound baby who is going to continue to Nine, grow. Or <laughs> ten, my friend yeah. just had an over 11 pound baby. <laughs> I was like, my whole thing on her Facebook was like, way to go. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Well, oh my even, gosh. even over 11 pounds, that child has to grow. Has to grow. Yeah. So, um, especially if you're breastfeeding, you know, you're still directly growing this child but even if you're not you know you need the healing you need the energy the strength to still grow this this child so Mm -hmm. I think that it gets really overlooked postpartum nutrition um you know and and we don't know the the vitamins and minerals and all these things that have been depleted because as you were pregnant all of your stores went to this baby yes and and as good of a job as we try to keep our stores up we just don't, Mm -hmm. you know, they're still going to be depleted. Um, and then, um, you know, the baby's born and it's not done. Um, their, their brain isn't fully grown, you know, um, and, and we have to keep helping them develop. Yeah. 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 Like you said, I know that for me, even with like, as I, I did breastfeed my children and I really noticed that my hair and my skin, I aged a lot with my skin while I nursed my babies, specifically because my body was using all this hydration, right, all the fluid. Mm-hmm. And I really realized, like you said, that my body's going to do everything it can to support the baby first, mm-hmm. and then I get the leftovers. Mm-hmm. And yes. if I'm not properly hydrating myself, there are no leftovers. Right. And so, right, um, which is great that our body does that, but that's where we have to be conscious of our own health. Right. And like our own advocates right. with our nutrition. And on that same point, you know, a lot of us have been told mistakenly that no matter what, breast milk is 100% of everything the baby needs. And it does not matter what the mom eats, but it does. Mm-hmm. There's still, our breast milk can be deficient in lots of vitamins and minerals. Um, 
if we're not careful to to supplement or make sure to eat the right things. Um, because I think it's a little taboo to talk about because breastfeeding is so hard anyways. Mm-hmm. The the time, the physical barriers, the mental barriers. Yeah, you don't want to put like a pressure on right. the mom. Right. This right. is really more about equipping her and giving her right. knowledge to be empowered to be able to give her body and her baby the adequate nutrition. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, providers don't want to discourage a woman from breastfeeding by mm-hmm. saying, you know, this is not going to be the perfect food unless you do X, Y, and Z. But a lot of us just don't even realize that. It's like if we just had that knowledge in our back pocket, we could be, you know, making sure to supplement with this or, you know, eat more of that to make sure that our milk composition was really close to, if not perfect, um, like what, for what our baby needs. So going on what um, baby's needs are, we'll go with that first because then I really want to address what mom's needs are after that. But for baby's needs, what, um, what three things can you give like the mom um, as far as, you know, these three things are going to be the most important for child development, growth, things like that. Right. Um, Okay. So. Well, definitely first and foremost, calories and fluid, Mm -hmm. Um, because without those things, you're not going to have an adequate supply even to to give your baby, you know, the the number of ounces that he or she needs to grow. Um, So so, don't starve yourself. Right, exactly. And it's, you know, back on a ton of calories. Right. And there's a lot of pressure to lose the baby weight immediately. And that's really unfortunate, too. Um, But, you know, I've, I've loved the saying, you know, nine months on or really 10 months on. 10 months Mm -hmm. off, um, you know, and, and to really that. Yeah. Oh, totally. I think that for moms to give themselves a year and I can speak from experience that when you're six months in and you still can't fit in your clothes, that is very frustrating just because practically speaking, what do you wear? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You don't want to spend all this money on clothes you're going to wear for three months, but it is important to keep like your health first and foremost, like you and your baby's health is the most important thing. Right. So just because someone else may have dropped the weight quickly does not mean in any way, shape or form that that's what you have to do. Right. Yeah. That first year I think is the healthy way to slowly lose it across that year. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of women, especially with the keto craze right now, people are going to low carb diets and stuff. And yeah. And low carbs, you know, really, um, it can dehydrate you, which is the number one and two thing fluid with calories. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if, if you don't have that fluid, again, you're not going to produce the milk. So um, by that, so you mean drink lots of water, right? Tons of water. How much, like, flu- how much do you say? Like minimum a hundred ounces a day. Wow. Um, and that's going to change based on a woman's size and all this, you know, act- mm-hmm. activity level and all that. But really, um, the, the best thing that I tell people to, to monitor their hydration status is the color of their urine. Mm-hmm. So it should be like a pale yellow color. Um, obviously first morning urine is going to be a little bit darker than that. Um, but the rest of your well, pee throughout the day, I can, I can kind of add to that from our side is that also if you, especially if you're nursing, mm-hmm. um, if you are going six hours without having a pee, Oh yeah. Probably you're, dehydrated. You're probably dehydrated. Right. 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 So how frequently you're having to go to the bathroom. We don't want you to have to run off every hour, right. but also, if you are noticing that you're working all day or, you know, hanging with the kids and six hours later, you didn't have to go, then we probably need to be drinking more fluid. Right. And luckily, breastfeeding provides this like inquenchable thirst. So, yes. it's, you oh know, you're gosh. hard pressed to find a nursing woman who does not Isn't have chugging. some sort of fluid around yeah. her at all times. But a good rule of thumb, especially in the beginning when you're nursing eight plus times a day, is to have a glass or two of water every time you nurse, mm-hmm. um, you know, because it's hard to keep track of everything yeah Yeah. some women track you know 
baby's diapers and how, what yeah. time they ate and all this other stuff. So you kind of forget about yourself. So. Yeah, but bring a glass of water. So as you nurse, you drink at the same time. Right. You replenish yes. your fluids as you are releasing Giving fluids. fluids up. Right. <laughs> right. That's a good rule of thumb. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, calories, fluid, protein, that kind of stuff is not going to be affected by the quality of your diet, which is really good to know because those are those are the biggest things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are like vitamins and minerals and stuff that do have an effect on your baby's growth and development and, and future risk for, you know, chronic diseases like diabetes um, and even, you know, their, their memory capacity and stuff like that. I do um, have a quick question. I know earlier you had said carbs – but I just, I know that some people will be like, sweet, she told me to go eat carbs. I'm going to eat like a giant bag of chips. <laughs> right. So, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, can you be a little bit more specific about like, what are you recommending? What types of carbs are you recommending that yeah. moms eat? Yeah. Um, so carbs, especially in the form of starchy vegetables, because those are going to provide a lot of um, vitamins and minerals also. Um, so things like sweet potatoes, potatoes, winter squash, acorn squash, that kind of thing. Awesome. Um, okay. So vegetables, guys, vegetables yeah. are, also are also carbohydrates. <laughs> yes, yes. And, a lot of people and, don't realize that. The, you're, yeah. You're right. You're exactly right. And actually, you'd be most foods have some sort of carbohydrate in them. I mean, even broccoli, celery, mm-hmm. cucumbers. Uh, one cucumber has 10 grams of carbohydrates in it. Like wow. the, a lot of people don't Some people who that. don't like carbs are like, dang it. Right, right. <laughs> so well, carb diet, what happened? <laughs> yeah, and that that's almost as, as good for you stuff though. Yeah, totally. Because again, they provide um, minerals, vitamins, hydration. They're um, doing all the things your body needs. Yes, yes. Rather exactly. than like a bag of chips won't right yeah right not that you can't ever have chips you guys but knowing that that's not going to be your main source of nutrition right right right. so I'd much rather you eat a potato that's going to provide you some potassium and some water and a bunch of other good stuff um than a bag of chips or a a thing of Oreos or something that's not going to do really anything for your or your baby's nutritional stores again it will give those calories which are still important but they are not that's not those like empty calories thing Yeah. yeah Yeah. Mm, awesome. Okay. And so, um, so we talked about, um, having the caloric intake, having the Hydration. appropriate caloric intake, uh, with the different choices with carbohydrates and, um, hydration. But yeah. so as far as the vitamins and minerals, so, um, what types of foods or what specific foods are really helpful, like really good foods for you to eat, to give those vitamins to your baby? Yeah. Um, so, Really, um, most animal products and especially the higher fat ones, like we've been told for years and years, you know, mm-hmm. low fat this. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you mean like whole milk? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like whole milk is going to be fortified with vitamin D um, and and full fat yogurts, um, full fat kefir. Those are going to provide a lot of probiotics. Okay. I have been away from like light yogurt for so long now that I recently bought some because it was half off and I'm a sucker for a sale and I was like this is disgusting like yeah Yeah. so getting like the full fat Greek yogurt yeah and it doesn't even have to be Greek a lot of people are like well if it can't be Greek then you know I might as well not even do the but yogurt, just but it whole milk. Yogurts. Yeah. Any whole milk yogurt are going to provide or cashew um, yogurt if you're not doing dairy. Yeah. And that's still going to be fatty because mm-hmm. cashews, cashews have a lot of fat in them, mm-hmm. which is good. It's not fat is not a bad word. Yeah. You need um. <laughs> the fat for like, well, your baby's milk, if nothing else, but we yeah. all need fat as well. Well, yes. yeah. And, and while I'm on the subject, DHA is probably a really underrepresented 
nutrient that we still need after pregnancy. So a lot of us know that DHA, which is a type of omega-3 fat, Mm -hmm. is really important when we're pregnant because it's developing our baby's brain Mm -hmm. and it's really important in vision. But what we don't, what we aren't told is that after the baby's born, you know, like I said, you're still growing this child. And especially if you're nursing, um, the, the DHA composition in breast milk can vary tenfold based on what you're eating or what you're not eating. Um, so I know a lot of people, sorry, like I had to be off dairy and soy with all three of my children because they had like allergies to it. Yeah. So if I'm not doing, I mean, I did meat. Yeah. A lot of meat. But if I'm not doing like whole milk or whole milk yogurts, what would you recommend to get some of that stuff? So for the DHA specifically, that's going to be more in seafood. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The best sources of DHA Mega are three. seafood. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And and that's going to be like salmon, trout, tuna. Um, you know, you could do grass fed beef, um, pasture raised eggs, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, those are going to provide a lot of DHA. And, you know, if, if you don't, for whatever reason, do any of those, you could do a supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Well, and what you were saying, um, the, the reason why, and they know during pregnancy that DHA or omega, omega three, um, really helps with brain development and the nervous system and their vision. Like you said, well, we know that babies don't, have their fully developed vision yet right and we're like slowly developing that so right doesn't it doesn't make sense why that's not discussed right and and that when your baby's born he only has 25 percent of his brain right right like he's gonna keep growing and the brain is over 50 percent fat Mm -hmm. so we have to have so you don't want these moms like cutting back all fat trying to lose their weight quickly because that literally can impair them and the baby Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's probably a whole nother discussion for another day about the misconceptions of, of fat and, right. and losing weight. Mm-hmm. Um, cause a lot of people still steer clear of fat. fatty foods because they associate that with body fat, but yeah. those are very different things. Fat mm-hmm. is a, a macronutrient. It is not a you know, a, what layers, it's not body it's not what's in your bed. Um, so I know one for me, one that I loved if I made smoothies, um, adding like a quarter of an avocado yeah. or something like that, like that's a high fat, but really rich in nutrients. Right. So that is a good source of omega three fat. It's not DHA. Okay. Um, those, those DHA sources are only in animal products, okay. right? Um, well, there's algae, um, but that's the only non. Are you gonna eat algae? Source. So vegetarian. Hey, some people definitely so do. You can do algae oil. Okay. Um, they there's make all, all kinds of, of algae stuff now. But so basically, if you're not eating a lot of animal products and meat, and then you should be taking a supplement, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it needs to be the fish oil because a lot of people mm-hmm. also think that you can do flaxseed oil, and that does the same thing. But that. That does provide omega-3s, but DHA is a type of omega-3 that mm. you can only find like in okay. yeah, yeah, in those animal sources that we just listed or the algae. So it needs to be like a fish oil um, supplement. And you can see on the label, and there's hundreds of supplements out there, it will say, you know, this is an omega-3 supplement, and on the back it'll tell you how much DHA mm-hmm. – um, you know, how many milligrams of DHA it is. So the higher, the better. 
I know you were mentioning some things I've never heard of before. One was choline. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about choline and yeah. why it's important. So it's it's not a vitamin, but it is um, a, a nutrient that we all need um, a, a much higher in pregnancy um, than just you know a regular non-pregnant woman. Um, but those needs even go up post-delivery, um, which a lot of people don't realize. Um, so choline is something that we need for the baby's brain development. It's really similar to folate. Most of us know that we have to have adequate folate Mm -hmm. for the baby to develop, uh, their brain properly. Um, and if we don't, they're at risk for all sorts of birth defects. Mm -hmm. Um, so choline is similar in that, um, and, and that it does the same thing. And if we have it, deficiency, then the baby can end up with birth defects. Um, so where so do you find choline? Yeah. Like, what does okay. that look like? If I want to, yeah. everyone wants to. Because I've never sure heard of choline. Yeah. And like, I've heard of folic acid and folate and like making sure you have that even right. before you're pregnant. Right. Hence, most people just say, just take prenatal vitamins. Right. Right. And there's not nearly enough of choline and, and really so, a lot of minerals. So where in the world do we find choline? Yeah. Okay. So the <laughs> best source, and this is going to sound gross. That's okay. The best source is going to be liver. So like chicken oh. liver. Yeah. So I actually, I, I another I a, um, nutritionist recently spoke on beef liver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that being like one of the most important things to take postpartum. Right. Yes. And yes, beef and liver, capsules. chicken liver, you, you can do it, it in capsules. Right. Um, or you okay. can hide it in stuff like meatballs, ground mm-hmm. beef. Um, Sorry. So, okay. None of that. So, so you I can take love capsules. all that meat. I'm just picturing like hiding liver, liver in too. it. So but you're totally right. But I mean, this was a thing that, um, my mom's mom actually, when she was pregnant, um, made liver and onions because yeah. She's like, you have to have this. Yes. And that's so interesting it's, that it's, it's true. really yeah. necessary. Yeah. And it's, and it also provides a ton of bioavailable. So that means like readily absorbed by our body iron. Mm. Um, it's a source of all kinds of great stuff for pregnancy, but especially postpartum. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be healing with or without breastfeeding, but also especially healing less breastfeeding. I mean, um, I have to say that, um, and I'm a fairly healthy person, like I make a lot of whole food choices and stuff, but I can look back after my three babies and I definitely feel like I was lacking in my nutrients and I didn't know exactly where. Right. But I knew I could feel that I was lacking and still like fogginess in your brain and energy just, levels. Yeah. Energy and... levels. Um, there's, so it's good to learn. I'm like, even though my youngest is like 20 months, I'm like, maybe I should start taking beef liver capsules. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, not, it's still a great source of all of those things. And yeah. who knows even how long every woman is different and I mean, with how I long it takes I've been depleted to... for like six years now. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And then if you have several kids and you have them, you know, relatively close together, yeah. your body may or may not have gotten back up to its ideal stores right. prior to having another one and then nursing another one. And then you get pregnant again and it just scary. scary. Yeah. <laughs> so liver, liver, so liver's, liver's one source and, okay. um, eggs are another really great source. And most okay, people eat good. eggs, I eat right? Lots of eggs. Okay. So, there so two eggs is going to provide half of the recommended daily amount nice. of your choline. So, it, there is choline in plant-based sources, so mm-hmm. like broccoli and that kind of thing, but you would have to eat a whole closet full of broccoli <laughs> oh, to get the to amount. Get the amount. <laughs> and while I like Truly. broccoli, I don't think I want a closet full. Right, so. right. So, sorry, this is a tangent, but what do you think about people who juice and get like 
you know, like a closet full of broccoli. Into yeah, a cup. yeah. Like, what is your? I mean, more power to you. It juice a lot of times. I think in my experience, it kind of has a placebo effect. Um, you know, you're juicing because you worked out that morning and then, you know, the juice makes you feel good because you did get some vitamins and minerals. Mm-hmm. And I know then you're also you want to see some of the stuff. So too yeah, there's, it. you know, fiber is a huge yes. thing that you miss out on. Um, and then you tend to get a lot more sugar, um, just because you're using so many fruits or vegetables yeah. to make a juice. Right. For me to like a juice, it has to have a decent amount of apples in it. Right. <laughs> Which apples, <laughs> apples are great, but I, you I'm always, I'm team smoothie, um, Mm -hmm. because you just throw that all into a blender and, you know, same deal. You, you sip on it for a few hours or, it's um, easier to consume that way while running around with children. I don't, I really don't have anything against juices. Um, but some of the components, not others. Right. So maybe better than the alternative, which may be not getting those nutrients like, or all. yeah or drinking like a Mott's apple juice or something um I as long as you know you have your other sources of sugar in check um you know or a green juice isn't really going to hurt anything and yeah and is still going to provide you with a ton of vitamins and minerals depending on what you put in it mm-hmm. um so you perfect know. yeah yeah That's a really good question yeah um so, okay, so choline so eggs Okay, yeah, eggs, eggs liver, liver um, and also closets le- of broccoli. <laughs> closets of broccoli. Yes. Um, Man, and- that baby's gonna be so gassy. <laughs> yeah, right. It's gonna be miserable for you and the baby. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, um, I just think about broccoli with like gassy babies. Yeah. Is that? Well, I mean, it's even, a thing. Di- yeah, even diastasis. Like, I'm sure, like a gas buildup is just like so uncomfortable. Yeah. Or- so that's not to, that's not to say don't eat your broccoli. But it is not a great – don't eat it thinking it's a great source of choline. Right. Um, lecithin is another really good source, and you can get that mostly in um, a supplement form. Mm. So there's a soy lecithin and then sunflower lecithin, and okay. I would definitely recommend the sunflower over the soy. There's a lot of soy issues going on. Yeah, there on. are. Tons, yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Well, that's really, really helpful. So I'm trying to yeah. think back. So we talked about – um, healthy fats, right? Whole milk type fatty things that way. Fish products for the DHA, mm-hmm. and then like liver or um, eggs, eggs for choline, or even like you said, the sunflower lecithin. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Awesome. And those those all sound pretty doable, yeah. right? Like easy just, to put them into a diet. Um. So what about those? All I think probably have positive effects on mom as well. Mm-hmm. They're all really good nutrientful foods. Totally. But are there a few that mom really needs to get into her diet to help her heal and be her best self? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, labor and delivery is going to vary from woman to woman. And some some women have a super easy peasy. I've even referred, I've heard a woman <laughs> refer to it as a drive-through delivery, just parked what? at the hospital and got the baby out, planned C-section and went on her way. Oh um, and then some people yeah. have more traumatic births. Yeah. Um, so, so so to be fair, I do know people that are like, oh yeah, I'll plan a C-section because then I don't have to like go through labor. And I'm like, you then have to recover for like six to eight weeks from surgery. <laughs> right. So I don't, having gone through them, I'm not sure. Well, I'm the one who. Per choice, I guess. It but, depends. You know, I mean, it, it does, does depend. Some people do have a very easy recovery from yeah. the surgery, but then some people have really easy recoveries from vaginal. Some yeah. people don't. Everyone's so Everybody's different. so different. But yes, yeah, so depending I've, on what you go through can change. Yeah. What you need 
that yeah. you're saying? Yeah, totally. And I've had both deliveries, and they were both awful recoveries. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. <Just> congratulations. <laughs> in their own way. He won yes. the lottery. <laughs> um, in their own way. They were they were pretty different. Um, so for – well, really for any type of delivery, you're going to have a lot of bleeding afterwards. So there's a lot of iron that you need to replace lost blood, right? So, And, and that could even be just from the surgery. Um, but you're going to bleed no matter what. Um, so – Good iron sources are going to be really important, and there are animal sources and there are plant-based sources of iron. Um, animal sources you're going to absorb a lot better. Um, that's called heme iron sources um, versus the plant sources are non-heme. Um, so the heme iron sources, um, again, like red meats, organ meats, um, that kind of stuff, we're going to absorb about 25% of the iron that's in those things versus mm. the the plant base sources mm -hmm. um so you hear like spinach as a source of iron and that yes. kind of thing um as low as two percent oh. and as high as 13 percent but it's a lot lower okay um so well, i think and that's what's so interesting to me is especially if you try to be in tune with your body i know that i like craved red meat after right. my babies and yeah. i was a little low in my iron right uh, so it's like your body sometimes will if you listen kind of it'll tell you the things that you need hard to pay attention i'm sure right. after oh delivery. i know but it is funny how i was like i want red meat right and, you know, and I'm, that's not normally it's actually stuck with me ever since i had my kids i now like prefer red meat i have now i'm having to like eh. pull back a little bit yeah um, yeah yeah but i mean there's a reason why that happened right exactly because no matter what you're recovering no yes. matter what your delivery no mm -hmm. matter what the trauma level you're recovering um so you know and and you know most new moms are very tired but um being super fatigued is a symptom of being anemic so having low iron and and most of us don't get labs checked at our six-week postpartum appointment um so we could be walking around completely anemic and just say well my baby was up all night and not realizing there's an opportunity there to just replete your nutrition stores and you're going to feel a lot more energized and a lot less fatigued so like have a steak spinach salad yeah well <laughs> and and so the the problem with a lot of the plant-based sources of iron is that they contain anti-nutrients that actually prevent your body from absorbing them very well hmm. so it's kind of rude it is <laughs> to, to like I'm trying to be healthy here <laughs> and cheese spinach yeah um, so okay Sorry. so let's talk practically speaking if someone does not eat red meat or they're mm. vegetarian what do you recommend they do for that iron so so still go to those plant-based sources um but eat them with a source of vitamin C vitamin C really helps mm. your body absorb the iron as well as it can. Um, so that could be citrus, tomatoes, um, also any sort of acid like vinegar. So you could, vinegar you could do, yeah, salad. yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, so those things are going to help your body absorb the iron a lot better. Or like eat an um, orange Mandarin with that iron. On it. Exactly. And we were talking too that like, while a lot of people do like drink orange juice, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, if we're also trying to get fiber, because people also deal with constipation after having babies. Right. So like orange, if you eat the orange, um, rather than drink the orange juice, you'll also be getting that fiber. So you're getting right. more good things at once. Right. And if you take an iron supplement, maybe you take it with um, a couple swallows of orange juice, or maybe you take it with a little tangerine or, mm -hmm. um, you know, something tomato based, and that's going to help that supplement absorb nice. a lot better. And, and it's also really important while be thinking about adding vitamin C to your iron sources, separating your iron sources from calcium 
Um, so dairy, antacids, um, things that are high calcium sources, those compete with iron for absorption in your body and they win. So, so don't drink your, like, don't drink a glass of milk with your iron pill. Exactly. Yeah. You want to separate that out. Perfect. Um, That's so if you take iron as a supplement, um, even if you are still taking a prenatal vitamin, which is usually recommended postpartum for a while, mm-hmm. um, you and might not everyone to... realizes that, right? It's like, no, yeah. take it the whole time you're nursing, or at least even if you're not nursing for several months after, at least six months at base level. Um, but definitely, if you take iron, take that separately from the prenatal because the prenatal is likely to have calcium and other stuff in it that might compete. I find it interesting that you say antacids um, and why? Because I've all I've been all about antacids I lately. Because <laughs> I've had a stomach ulcer, so oh, I've been gosh. I know. So I've been all about like antacids. Well, and the other thing is, and you you also mentioned constipation issues. Yes. So calcium actually helps proliferate or like creates constipation issues. Um, so if you're continuously high in calcium, you're actually creating more problems with that gut too. Um, so I'm just curious what you... Well, and iron doesn't help that either. Right. So a lot of women who are recommended to take iron during pregnancy actually stop because, because it constipates them, which yeah. pregnancy does that anyways, right. but then you add iron on top of it. And then if you have stomach problems, <laughs> right. yeah, so... <laughs> Man, uh, there's all kinds of backups. There's, there's, that's where you are trying to like learn a balance. balance. Right. And that's right. where if you can do maybe some more of the food products, it'll process a little bit better in your body. Right. Right. Um, and making sure to drink enough water and staying active like yes. that more than anything. And of course, you know, you could do prunes or prune juice, mm-hmm. um, but real food sources, um, you know, you could do magnesium also as something mm-hmm. to, to really help with constipation. And a lot of women get uh, muscle cramps and stuff when they're pregnant. Um, so magnesium's nice for that too. Right. If, if it came from a, a electrolyte deficiency, which you know, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but a lot of times it does. I know with, with mine, I had horrible cramps and the minute I started taking magnesium, I didn't have another one. So mm-hmm. kind of yeah. a lot of trial and error, unfortunately. Yeah. It is, but I think the key is like finding, ba- I mean, it really is finding balance and finding out what works for you and what doesn't. Cause not one thing's going to work for one person. It's not going to work for another. Right. And having the knowledge of, you know, what this, could do. right. Like I have low iron and knowing that you don't need to be eating your yogurt with your iron pill in the morning, mm-hmm. um, is help, you know, yeah. it's just helpful. I would never think that because I eat my yogurt every morning. Right. <laughs> right. And I'd be taking my vitamins and just put that along with my vitamins at right. the same time. So. Yeah. Separate it out. Mm-hmm. That's um, perfect. So yes, iron. That's so iron, yeah. Iron for moms. Um, a lot of protein for moms is really important. We need protein when we're rebuilding our muscles. Um, and when we're trying to get all that tissue back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you need protein to be able to heal. Yeah. No matter what type of birth, especially a C-section, um, a lot of layers were cut there. Um, and we're trying to rebuild all that collagen and stuff. Um, so, and, and that brings me to something like bone broth or collagen, that kind of stuff. You can take postpartum to help regrow your connect connective tissues um, great idea. Yeah. So that's, um, a bunch of, I know that. So what do you think about store-bought bone broth compared to making your own? Um, and if I you think don't know that, how to make your own, you can YouTube it. Yeah. It's super easy, <laughs> but when you're a new mom, nothing is easy. Right. Yes. So I think getting it from the store is better than not getting it at all. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. 
Great. That's great advice. Yeah. I love how practical that is. Because yes. sometimes we get so ideal, like so idealistic about right. these things that it's just not doable. Right. You can't yeah. do everything all so at once. So if you're going to make chicken noodle soup, get some bone broth from yeah. the store. Absolutely. And that's going to help you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And these things are not only good for only postpartum. Your rest of your family can have the chicken noodle Absolutely. soup with the bone broth too. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's a good exercise too in like letting go of your ideals that all my food has to be hundred percent perfect or scratch made or organic, mm-hmm. you know, just getting the things that contain those nutrients, even if they were from a shelf is going to be better than not at all. Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Give yourself some grace. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I actually was laughing at myself this morning because I had the, with the first child, like the, where you make your own organic, like pouches from right. home and I, I mean and then I was like I need to give this stuff away <laughs> to some parent that has more time and better ideals than right I, I do it currently right it's exhausting enough yeah to, to have to grow that baby um so yeah. do yourself as many shortcuts <laughs> you know <laughs> well that stuff is super helpful yeah. so thank you so much for coming and talking with us and yeah. teaching us about some things that we need to um or that would be helpful for us to include in our bodies both for ourselves and then also um, for the baby. Yeah, thank you so much, Madison. I really appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any physical therapy questions for us, find us on Facebook or Instagram. Feel free to send us messages. Or also visit us at healathomemoms.com. And we'll see you next time.